Hey, Domestic Don Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again. And one of my very loyal five listeners uh, mentioned to me to uh, mention, I guess, to at least tell people that I have a Patreon out there. Uh, there's some uh, Instagram people that I don't know who, who have followed me over the past few months. And it's uh, patreon.com slash domestic Don. Uh, add to my two uh, followers that I have on there. Uh, it just gives me a little bit more of an impetus. Uh, it gives me a little bit of a, a, a want and a need uh, to do this a little bit more. Um, I don't have any content on there yet. I'm going to do it when I get more uh, Patreon subscribers. I'm not going to create outside content for two people. Uh, but I thank those two people who uh, do donate uh, to this stupidity every month. All right, so patreon.com slash domestic dawn. And where are we? I think we're finally in Munich. Uh, we're going to put the Europe in a bag at some point, and uh, we're, we're going to move on. We're just, we're just going to move on at some point. I don't know when. So I think I detailed last time that I got the, the bubonic plague. Uh, we had the Himmler ticket puncher uh, that was on the train from Strasbourg to Munich. Uh, and, you know, the, the sickness was starting to grow. You know, I think the Cyclone B, I think the Hitler Youth, uh, those, those, uh, the, people, the person I basically married, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, regime of Nazism, was, was really trying to get me uh, from Strasbourg, caught it there, probably right when we hit the uh, German border. It was just a... Uh, uh, um, like a, a specter of Hitler come back from the grave. I'm sure that's been done many times uh, in terms of horror movies. Uh, is he living in Argentina? Did someone chop his head off and freeze it? I don't know. These are all, uh, these are all suspect conspiracy theories. Uh, but it could happen. He could still be alive. He could be, a, 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 he could be one of the octogenarians. Now he'd be a centa, centaur, cent, centenarian. How old would he be? How old Hitler? How old was he in 1935 or 6 whenever he took a hold as Chancellor of Germany? Was he in his 30s? So he'd probably be 123 years old. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible with cryogenics, with AI, with chat GPT, what have you. You know, he's going to come back around at some point. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be, but he got me. You know, they're trying to gas me in, in the train in Strasbourg. They're trying to kill my children. They're trying to fuck my wife. You know, but now it's just it's starting to take hold. And we get off the train in Munich. You know, I talked to some homeless dude, one of the few homeless guys I see in, uh, in, in Europe. You know, we're at the kiosk. I don't know if I mentioned this th last time, but who cares? We're at the kiosk trying to get a ticket to the metro. We get to the main huge big Hauptbahnhof, uh, uh, the big train station in Munich, the big central station. I know our uh, budget hotel, the Leonardo Hotel, I believe it is called, which is another chain, just like Ibis was in Paris. But I think it's a couple of stops away from the Marienplatz, from the main center of Munich, which is not too bad. And it wasn't bad. It was only three or four stops. And then yet another uh, uh, metro we got to figure out. So let me take you back. We figured out London. We figured out Paris, Aix-en-Provence. We didn't have to worry about too much. We had to figure out the whole ticket debacle of the year rail with, uh, with uh, Johann Himmler, Heinrich Himmler, uh, jo Johann Sebastian Bach, whoever the guy named on the train. We figured it out. Our son helped. His tech thumbs got it. His, his masturbatory tech thumbs, they call them. Uh, very, every kid in the future is just going to have these like, gorilla thumbs that blah, 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 just going right through. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be genetics. It's going to be the Darwinism. It's going to be the Galapagos Islands. Uh, it's going to be turtle dicks that, they, that Darwin tried to suck off or whatever he did back then to get the population uh, thriving again in uh, Galapagos. Where's the Galapagos? Anyways, does anybody know where the Galapagos is actually at? If we're going to poll some people, I watched some stupid video. I got caught on sort of a Twitter rabbit hole of watching dumb millennials interview millennials or Gen Zs or whatever it was. You know, just simple. How many states does the America have? Who's the vice president? Shit like, but if, I, I would get stumped on the Galapagos. Is it in the Caribbean? Is it in Rio de Janeiro? I have no idea. It's somewhere in the ocean, the great vast ocean that we have, uh, flat earth or not, where do you believe in that? Is there Antarctica? I don't know. There's a lot of different tethers we can get on here. So I'm there, Cyclone B, sick, feeling like shit, had that beer with my son on the train in Germany, a Bitburger, Pilsner, or Lager, whatever it was. I think it was Pilsner. Uh, and then, we, like I said, pretty easy. Wasn't too bad getting the tickets. A bum is talking to this other dude next to me at the ticket kiosk. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, are we getting the fucking M1 thumb? Are we getting M2, F4, whatever section we want to get in Munich? I have no idea. Uh, a little confusion, a little anger on my part, which I need to work on. I need therapy, of course. But have you noticed, I was talking about this, or I was thinking about this early, earlier. We're really, we're, it's, it's nice that we're talking about mental health. 
it's nice that people are now coming out of the, you know, the, the, the well works, the, the shed, the closet. They're not coming out of the closet unless you're gay, but they're, they're coming out of the woodworks. They're coming out of there just to say, you know, I have mental health issues and I need help. And it's good for therapists. And just, but, but just like everything else, it's become a little too much. We don't need, no, not everybody needs to be, be in therapy. There's no fucking way. And most people that I know who are in therapy, they're not getting helped very well. It's not doing much for them. You know, they'll get self-help books. They will uh, try some sort of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, anti-medicine, homeopathic? Is that, is that the word? I don't know, whatever it is. But, you know, something a little bit more ethereal. They'll try those. They'll try some chakra. They'll shove their be- some beads up their ass. You know, whatever. They'll, they'll buy some fucking uh, masonite or uh, meteorite or uh, manzanita. Whatever you're going to buy, you know, they'll buy that. They'll stick it under their fucking pillow or in some sort of silk satchel or some shit and say, oh, this will bring me good energy. You know, positive. We have retrograde. I don't even know what retrograde is. There's the moon is fucking things up. You know, we're getting a, we're getting a little funky with it. Uh, but oh, therapy oh, it helps me. What, what do we need to all talk about? I mean, are we that fucked up? That uh, is it, it because we're being more. Uh, um, it, the therapy is now seen as a little bit more of an option. It's not as taboo as it once was to have mental health issues, which obviously there is. You know, when people had PTSD post Vietnam, they didn't get the help that they needed. There was no health infrastructure for or governmental infrastructure for the people coming back from war or who have, have been uh, uh, maimed in some way or raped or abused, what have you. We know we didn't have a lot of services, you know, uh, prior to, you know, the 2000s, probably, honestly. And like I said, there's always that sort of pall or that sort of air of, of, oh, God, you need that. You need this help. You know, what's wrong with, oh, geez, what's wrong with this person? You know, then we have the pills and all that shit. So, but it's coming out now that we're, at least we're able to talk about our trials and tribulations. We're, we're able to talk about the skeletons in the closet, our little picadillos and addictions that we all have. And that's a good thing. But I'm so tired of people, oh, you should get in therapy. Why? 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 Why should I get in therapy? Maybe I should, and I probably will, and I have done a couple of sessions here and there that, with a couple of people I didn't really gel with, but why do people need to tell you to take therapy? Shouldn't it be on the person? Isn't that the growth that a person should be on? Is like, oh, I need therapy. I'm going to go take, I don't need to fucking hear it from some Instagram guru, but oh, everybody should be, not everybody should be in therapy. There's no way. Should there be a lot of more people in therapy that need it? Of course. But most of the people that probably are in it don't actually need it. They just think they do or it's become sort of a fad or a hype saying like, well, I'm in therapy. Well, look at me. Look at me. It's, it's, a, it's that grandstanding again. It's that sort of uh, uh, pre, uh, pedestal that you're putting yourself on, you know, self-aggrandizing, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, again, yeah, sure, sure. Do I need therapy? Probably, right? And it would be a good thing for me to talk some things out about my own life and my own brain and my own wiring. Of course. All right, of course. But uh, what were we talking about? All right, so we're in Munich. Uh, like I said, the homeless guy, he's, oh, he's breaking shit. He's like talking. He's asking for the change and shit. I'm already in a bad mood. Like I said, the anger issues, that's how I got to the therapy thing. You know, every time we got to a new city, my son and I were just button heads yet again. And, of course, my wife is just the most calm person in the world. She's, oh, Josh, here's Josh again. No, we're all fucked up, right? We're all a little out of sorts. I'm sick, so I'm trying to pull through. I'm not good at being sick. I'm not good at laying around. I never have been. When I'm sick, I usually get up and go. When I got the fucking stupid uh, COVID uh, conspiracy uh, 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 enema, whatever they gave us, right? Whatever fucking serum that is now still going through my veins uh, a year and a half later or whatever it was. You know, when I got my first dose or second dose, I never got the third because I think I kind of woke up a little bit. But when I got my first dose, I was a little, the next day I was sick. But I wasn't, I can't just lay in bed. I remember I got up and went and vacuumed my wife's car. I think we had some in-laws. I had some in-laws coming into town. I was up and doing that, but I felt like hell. I was just like, oh, God, what the fuck did I get the goddamn COVID? What the fuck did I do, man? Oh, Josh, what do you think? But I'm still getting up and up and at him. Uh, I've I've gone exercising when I'm uh, sort of half in the bag, feel like shit. So again, I'm not going to belabor the point, but I just feel I'm not good at sitting. So I know, and it sucks, though. You know, I could have got sick in Paris. I got, a, got sick right when we landed in London. I could have got sick in Aix-en-Provence. I could have been sick in Strasbourg the entire day that we're trying, traveling to Strasbourg, and it wouldn't have mattered because I didn't see Strasbourg. But of course, the Munich, my homeland, the drinking in the morning and not getting the, the evil side eye from fucking uh, some single mother uh, nursing her two uh, uh, ugly uh, fucking twi- Siamese twins, whatever it might be, that, that they adopted from Guyana. 
whatever happened. I mean, there, you don't get any of that. You know, so I can go eat uh, the fucking uh, 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 deep fried pork dick and, and I have a Hefeweizen and no one's going to bat an eye. So I'm like, oh, yes, Munich, my homeland. I knew this whole trip, the more east we go, the more I'm going to settle in, the more I'm going to probably like it. Not saying I didn't like the other cities we came from. I did. I enjoyed all of them. But I knew I just kind of had something in my mind. I've been to Germany before. I really liked Berlin. So I thought Munich is the homeland of what? Beer. It's a, they have a fucking they have a, they have a town called Pilsen. Pilsen, about an hour from Munich, a train ride. So they, they invented Pilsner, for God's sakes. You know, so it's, and the home of what? Oktoberfest, Lederhosen, a European vacation, tits in that movie. Just grandiose, nice, beautiful German tits that Rusty saw in, in Germany, in Munich. I remember that scene from when I was a child. You know, I grew up on the sort of, in the 80s movies. You know, I remember Sylvester Stallone and Jean-Claude Van Damme and, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Bruce Willis, these hard bodies of, of 80s cinema. And, of course, we had European Vacation where it showed tits. There was zero uh, um, wokeness, I guess, back then in movies. Revenge of the Nerds, tits, hair pies. I watched that my bro- when my brother was here a, few mo- a month ago. We were watching a little bit of the Revenge of the Nerds. I forgot how great it was. And I forget how many just pink nipples were flopping around with little to no care about social justice or what is going on in the world in terms of, of, of uh, the woke nature of things. Who is belittling who? Who is subjugating who? Who is corrupting who? You know, that, that wasn't there. So, uh, you know, I, 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 Germany was like that for me. No corruption, right? No wokeness, even though there was. There's a lot of Ukraine signs. There was a lot of it was fuck Putin signs. I, I saw ACAB. You know, I saw all cops are bastards. You know, I saw Antifa sign. That's there. I mean, it's, it's a Western world. It's going to be there in sit, every big city that you go to. But it's not in your face. It's, just, it's not in your face. And honestly, here, I've never really seen it in my face either because I pull myself away from those situations. I'm not going into a Walgreens in fucking San Francisco and getting shot by a security guard because I'm transgender. I'm not doing that. Not going to happen. Not going to happen with me. Uh, I don't want to go to San Francisco anyways. That's just me. I don't care. I don't like the city. Why would I go to a city? You, oh, we got to go to Why? Why do we have to go to a city that you don't want to go? I've been there. Been there multiple times. Why do you have to keep going back just because you live in, within proximity? Do you have to go to L.A. if you live like in Fullerton or, or in, in San Diego? Do you have to go to L.A.? Because, well, we're close. We might as well. No, because you know it's a shithole. You know it's just, you know it's shitty. But I always get in trouble for saying that with certain people. Oh, this, this place, oh, you just complain. Whenever I say something about a city that I know I don't like, Right, that I don't want to go there. I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to pay, pay 50 bucks worth of parking. I don't need to go through the uh, trials and tribulations uh, of, of, of trying to visit this that certain city. Yeah, I'll go check out all the cities. I'll check out all the cities once. But if I know in my heart of hearts, like, I don't like it. Why do I have to go back? But, oh, well, you're just, you're just naive. You're just, oh, you don't give it a chance. You don't, oh, I think, are you scared now? Are you getting scared of people? Yeah, I'm fucking scared of people. I'm not scared of people. I'm scared of myself in those situations with those people. That's the difference. All right? But Munich didn't have any of that. But again, like I'm saying, I'm going to the fatherland. I'm going to the Reich, Reichsland. I'm going to Reinheitsgebot. You know, the idea of German purity law. So, like I said, Nazis did a lot of things wrong, but they probably did a lot of things right before the, the whole regime took over, right? Reinheitsgebot, the idea of, of inventing a German purity law for beautiful, beautiful booze and beer, I think it's mostly just for beer, where you can't put shit in it. You can't put fillers in it. You can't have a Bud Light trans activist in the commercials or this other Miller Light wokeness. Did you just see the Miller Light commercial the other day? They basically said men suck. Women invented beer. Are you fucking nuts? Women invented... So they're, what they're doing, a lot of people are probably talking about this. I haven't seen too much. I thought it was a parody video. Has anybody seen the Miller Light? They're not doing this in Germany. They're not doing it in Prague and Czech Republic. They're not making commercials about their Pilsner Urkel and saying women invented beer and having some sort of weird spokesperson walk through this sort of historical-looking museum uh, commercial and saying, well, see here, this is the woman brewer here. Of course there's been women brewers throughout history. I'm sure there have. Their men are out there getting fucking spikes put up their asshole from some uh, Christian front coming from the West. What do you want them to do? You're going to get a spike pull up. You probably like it. You're going to get a spike put up your puss? 
No, you probably had to brew beer, just like we had to have fucking uh, the League of Their Own when men were dying in World War II. So we had to start a women's f- football or uh, a baseball league. Equality, equity, of course. Of course there's been women beer, uh, brewers. That's not the point. The, what the commercial is basically said, we don't need men. And now Miller Lite has gone on this thing with, with Bud Light? What are they doing? One, I don't really like any, either of those beers that much. I will drink them. If someone hands me, and I've had many, many, many Bud Lights post-rugby game, because for whatever reason, people buy that a lot in, in the rugby world, you will have, I'll drink it. I'm not going to say, yeah, no, I'm not going to be that beer snob. I just won't. But what, am I gonna, do I buy beer, a Bud Light on my own? No. Do I buy Miller Lite? I haven't had a Miller Lite since like 1942. I just haven't. You know, maybe in high school, maybe a little bit in college, in the grad school. I, might, I had a friend in grad school. <coughs> Shout out to Mr. Wong. He drank Miller Lite all the time. Yeah, I think I had it then. That was 13, 14, 15 years ago. Yeah, so I'm not like buying it uh, religiously. It's not like I don't, I don't have any pride in anything. So, so if I, I don't have a pride in where I live. I don't have a pride of who I am. I have zero self-worth as a human being. Do you think I'm going to actually have some sort of allegiance to a beer? But again, when I see the Miller, I'm like, what the fuck? Is, what are you doing? Uh, well, beer invented by women, therefore men are horrible. And who is drinking mostly Miller Lite? I don't see my wife drinking Miller Lite. I don't see a woman at a bar drinking Miller Lite. I don't see that too many females drinking Miller Lite. Maybe trans, maybe some trannies are out there are drinking Miller Lite, but they're men, right? So I don't really see who's actually. So why would you have a commercial? Why would Bud Light do the same? So the trans, this one is worse than the trans person. I forget her name, his name, her name. But I, whatever, I don't care about that. I don't even care about Miller Lite that much doing it. It's just annoying how, what, what are we doing? It's, it's, do they have no ad execs? Do they have no advertising executives at Miller Lite InBev, whoever owns fucking Miller Lite now, the Belgian company, I'm sure, right, which owns most of them? Do they have just a zero idea or vision of, like, who is your market? Your market is men on both sides, Bud Light, Miller Lite, mostly fat, wasteland men, meaning, you know, wasteland in terms of uh, going nowhere, you know, the beer belly, typical fat America, most of those people are the Bud Light, Miller Light drinkers, right? I'm not being uh, uh, facetious here. I'm not trying to, like I said, be uh, bel- belittling, but I just don't understand it. But again, so just check out the commercial. If you, if you want to get upset at something and you're a little bit like me, which hopefully you're not, but you'll be like, what the fuck is Miller you're, you'll You'll see it as like a bad Saturday Night, night Live skit. That's what it looks like because all, ba- all SNL clips that I see are bad now. All skits. They're not funny. Right, they have too much like uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They have a little too much bulk of like uh, the, the the current state of affairs behind it. You know, that's what they're trying to shape and mold. Is like, okay, we have this current affair now. You know, we're having a really big gun control problem now. Uh, let's let's have a skit about gun control. No, we don't want to watch that. You know, we, we don't want to watch a Miller Lite parody commercial. That's not or it's not even parody. It looks like it, but it, it, it's reality. And, and then that lady was on Stephen Colbert. I just, you know, she's like of, of, of mixed race, which is fine, but you can't tell exactly what she is, so you can't make fun of her. You're like, well, I can't, is, she, is she Hispanic? Mex- is, she, is she black? You know, Puerto, Puerto Rican? I don't know. What is she, where is she from? Asian? I, you can't tell. And that's what they do on purpose. They make it hard for people to make fun of them. And when you start making fun of them, then you start looking like a big. But she went on Stephen Colbert's show, again, the worst of the worst. And then she, oh, you're, you're a good white male, I think she said. I'm like, oh, God. So that's why I like Germany. They're white and they know it. Right, you go to Germany, they're white and they know it, and you don't see you don't see a problem with that. Is that another thing that they got right in 1939, going through the whole fucking uh, uh, Blitzkrieg bop? You know when they're doing that shit, the the Night of Broken Glass. What was that called? That wasn't good, but they're rounding up other white people. We didn't have a problem with it. I don't remember America having a problem with rounding up other white people from 1939 to 1945. Do you guys? I wasn't around back then, but they were, the, the regime, the Nazis, Hitler, they weren't rounding up a lot of black folks or Hispanic folks. It was white folks. It was white on white crime. So I kind of appreciated it. I appreciated going to Germany and not having to deal with that shit. But again, I was sick. So we, I'm, I'm talking to the bum. I, like I said, I don't speak German. I couldn't even think of like, Sprechen no Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Hey, no Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Hey, it's my Russian accent again. 
you know, I just want to shove that in someone's face and their fucking pie hole. But I couldn't. I was like, oh, man, sorry, I don't speak German. Get on my face. You know, so we got the ticket, got on the metro, pretty easy, found our uh, hotel. And the thing about going from Aix-en-Provence to Munich is, the, is it was the weather change. You know, this is early April, mind you. Uh, this is the week before Easter, the, the, the day that Hitler died for. I don't know. But it, this is what, it was cold. It was, it was, and when, you're, when you have a cold and it's cold, it's a little bit better. I'd much rather have the flu, influenza, fucking uh, 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 bird swine flu, SARS-19, whatever the hell it's called. I think it was just SARS. Whatever, I, I'd rather get one of those illnesses when it's cold. And when it's hot, it's just like, ugh, you just feel worse. You're sweatier than usual, even with that. But it, when it's cold and you have to walk around, you're like, oh, fuck, man. And, you know, I have, I have my Carhartt jacket like a douchebag. I have a decent uh, hoodie, Nike. Do they get in trouble for something? I don't know. Do they hate uh, uh, Guatemalans for bad stitching? I don't know. But So I have that on. I have my car hard. And then right when we get off the train, right, it's cold. It's going to be cold. And, of course, we're not fully prepared, but we're prepared enough. We have beanies. Anyways, it goes fine. But I'm just like, like kind of a little shivery. Find our hotel. We go eat, like I said, salty fucking pork knuckle, had a Hefeweizen, all that stuff. Then I go to a grocery store, and I like going to foreign grocery stores, and I think I urge everybody to do it. Obviously, if you travel, you go international, you have to go to a grocery store at some point. You see the differences of life and culture and food, of course. Go to restaurants, fantastic, walk around, see the sights, um, go to a museum, God forbid, whatever you're going to do. But yeah, the, the grocery stores are an interesting place, right? They're, they're, they're going to have the same shit that we have here, but a little bit different. Right? They're going to have the same packaging, but a little bit different. They're going to have the same products, but just a little bit. And it's that little bit of difference. It's that little tiny uh, idea of, that, that makes it special. So I go in there, and of course, I'm looking for booze. I'm not even feeling like beer at this point. That's, that's when you know I'm sick, which I mentioned last time. And so I'm just like, oh, I, I got to get something. I gotta be, I'm in Germany. You know? So we went out to eat, got the beer, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm like, all right, maybe this is just like a one-day thing. Maybe I relaxed on the train well enough. Maybe fucking Heinrich Himmler, he didn't give me the Cyclone B like I thought, you know, through his, his, his spittling language. You know, German's very rough. We're going from the romance like, you know, from France to like, fucking Lugie, Lugieville. It's not as bad as, as, as like Arabic. Or like the click language, like shit like that, which is interesting. Not making fun, not making fun, but we're going to a rough language. You know, we're going to the roughness of, of, of the languages. It goes from romance very, very quickly to not romantic at all. Have you ever watched like a porn in German? Sounds like me fucking jizzing in my couch potato. Um, but yeah, it, it, so what was I talking about? Oh, so we go to the grocery store. All right, so I get beer. I pick some up. I'm like, all right, that looks good. And it's very cheap. You know, maybe a dollar, dollar fifty for a, a, a pint of, of a can or a bottle. You know, it's cheaper than here. So I'm grabbing a little grab bag of shit. We're getting some snacks for the hotel. My daughter disappeared. We couldn't find her for a second. So we're like, as every parent should, we get mad at her. We're like, where the fuck did you go? Oh, I just dated over there. You're in a fucking foreign country. What the fuck are you thinking? We're not talking like that. But, you know, you get a little scared for a second. Maybe it's a sort of modern helicopter parenting that's going around. But when we look around and you don't see your daughter in a foreign country, you're like, ah, you know, you think the worst. She got she got taken by the Hitler Youth, and they'll 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 inject her with some sort of uh, um, weird uh, uh, experimental drug to give her make her eyes blue and her hair uh, lighter than it is. You know, they'll inject her with something to start putting out at an early age uh, a rotten uh, um, fucking anti-Semitic babies. You know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to be three-headed, like, uh, monster dogs coming out of my daughter's uh, privates. You know, just like, eat the Jew, eat the Jew. And they'll fucking eat my balls first, like the middle head of that fucking three-headed dog baby. And they'll be like, ah! they'll clip it even more. You know, I'm going to walk around with a zero dick. I'll just have, like, a little, uh, like, a little, what would you have? If you, what would you have if a dog bit off your dick? I've always wondered that, you know? So you have a vein in your dick. You have multiple veins, but you have one main vein. That's what you call it. i got to drain the main vein. you know, i got to drain the lizard. Never got the lizard. I get to drain the main vein, but what? what is it draining the lizard? Leaking the lizard? Leaping lizard? Leaping Larry? I think it's draining the lizard. No, it's draining the main vein. Anyways, i got to see a man about a horse. What the fuck? Where did that come from? i got to see a man about a horse. 
So all the pissing terms are interesting. I'm still on the I'm still on the I'm still on the fucking grocery store at Munich. But all the how do you how many I gotta wet a tree, that's not one. I gotta flog a dolphin, that's beaten off. I gotta putty my whacker. No, that's not even that's not even one. I gotta put some silly putty on my dick. That is my dick looks like silly putty. Uh that I, I smashed on a Charlie Brown cartoon when I was a kid. You guys remember that? You put silly putty on a on the Sunday comics and you get the imprint of that comic. Um Mine looks like fucking Hagger the Horrible. That's what my dick looks like. Uh, so, yeah, how many do you have? Flock, what the fuck? See a man about a horse, drain the main vein, leak my lizard. That's not one. Uh, I got to piss. I got to piss like a racehorse. What is that? See, I guess horses have big dicks. Maybe that's the horse thing. So anyways, if you di- got your dick bit off by a three-headed monster Nazi dog baby, you, you would just have like a, I would just have a little vein poking out where my little pathetic piss comes out of and my little jizz goes boink. Blink and it just goes poof, poof, and I won't be able to procreate anymore. Any any uh, quarter Jewish children. Um, maybe I should have married a Jewish broad. You know, I should have I shouldn't have married a goyim. I should have married a Jew. You know, then we have full, and we can never go to Germany, right? They're, they're the fucking Heinrich Himmler or Joseph Himmler, whatever the hell his name is, uh, on the Strasbourg train, he would know right away. I smell gefilte. I smell gefilte and matzah. Gefilte and matzah. Get them. You know, it'd be it'd be too easy. So we had the we had the the hidden scent of my my French Canadian wife. That's what we have, and she's not even French Canadian. She's from San Diego. So uh, her, uh, so you know, we had the scent. We had the aura of her backing. Or, you know, sort of bar- giving us a barrier because we all have to be protected, don't we? We have to, I have to protect myself from me and you and everybody. Um, in our own little bubble, in our own little suburban wasteland bubble. That's where we're at right now, society. So we're in the store. All right, so I grab a six-pack of beer. I didn't realize till later that the bottles were plastic. I was that out of it. So I, got, I grab a couple of them. I'll get that. I'll get that. I recognize some of the breweries, of course. Uh, uh, well, Hoffbahn? No, it's the fuck, what was the other one? I don't know. Something with an H. Hoogarden? No. Hoff, Hoffbrow? Hoffbrow. I think that was it. Anyway, so I grabbed some shit that I kind of knew and didn't really know. Uh, had one called Riddler, Rudyard, Kipling. I don't know what the fuck it was. Um, so, but then I didn't notice that the six-pack I got, which is fairly cheap, I think it was only $4.50 or $4.50 or something, for a six-pack of uh, pints. But then I didn't notice the plastic. I didn't really register at my mo- at that moment. So we grab this little hand cart, right? We just have this little hand basket going through the store. And you don't know when you go to a store in a foreign country, you don't really know fully how it operates. Everybody, everything's been pretty easy so far. We have the chip on my card, or everybody's card has a chip. My son's been using Apple Pay on his fucking phone. You know, everything's a modern age, uh, technologically savvy world, right? So, and it, it don't have any, I'm like, okay, I don't, don't have any really idea of what's going to happen next. And nothing really bad happened. But we put all our shit on there. We have like random apple. We have a banana. We have like some shit I'm trying to do to get better. My wife wants a yogurt. I don't fucking know. We know we have a refrigerator finally. Uh, we had one in Aix-en-Provence at the Airbnb, but we do have a refrigerator in this hotel. So we're like, okay, we can get some more shit. You know, just put it in there for snacks because kids always need fucking snacks, don't they? We got a juice for my daughter. So just a bunch of shit. Grab bag of stuff, 20, 25 euros worth of shit. And then, uh, Go through the line, and then this guy's just sitting there. You know, he's, he's the cashier, and he sits. He sits while he's scanning stuff. Not overly large. I've seen fat people in, like, a Lucky. They sit, right? There's a guy I used to buy beer from in Ukiah a lot, and he worked at Lucky, and hopefully he's still alive. But he's a large man. Nice guy. He knew me as probably the drunk coming through every fucking couple of days to buy a 12-pack or whatever was on sale. That's what I did. That's what I do. It hasn't changed. So, But he sat on a stool. And, you know, God, God love him. Good thing they give these, these these people can have jaws where they don't have to move much, right? Because uh, it's, it's a disease, isn't it? Obesity is a disease. Like not that he could actually do anything about it, uh, but he but he sits on a stool. And this guy, he's a, he's a young guy in Germany, in Munich, and he's of a I don't know what descent he, he is. You know, he's like the he's like the European Mexican, I would say. <laughs> and that sounds harsh, you know. America, we have the Mexican laborers. It's the truth. We wouldn't get by without a day. We, you know, they made a fucking decu- documentary called uh, "Being a Mexican for a Day." No, without a Mexican for a day. I don't whatever the fuck it was called. It's all, all about how most industries would stop if we didn't have Mexicans. The food industry would stop. Most labor industries, like construction, would stop. Uh, definitely the farming industry, agri- agricultural, spe- agriculturally speaking, would stop. So yes, I'm not belittle- but you know, European doesn't have a lot of Mexicans. There's not a lot of Mexicans who live in Europe. No border there in terms of Mexico. Right, but what do they have? What are their Mexicans? Did I talk about this last time? I don't know. Who are their housekeepers? I'm not sure. But I can't tell. You look of Arab descent, 
Indian of some kind? I'd be safe to say Indian because India is a big, uh, no, no, Asian, because Asian is a big continent. So I could say Asia, and he, I could kind of fit them in a lot of, he could have been Cambodian, not Cambodian, well, he could have been Cambodian, he could have been like Pakistani, he could have been Indian, he could have been, fuck, I don't know, Nepalese, you know, is that, is that Pakistan? I don't know. No, it's in Nepal. He could have been a lot of different things, but I don't know. And he speaks German. And he probably speaks to whatever else, wherever he comes from. He might be German. Fuck, see what I'm doing? I'm, I'm, I'm going Hitler here. Hitler only killed white people, so I think this guy would be safe. I gotta take a sip. So I get through, and okay, I thought I'm, I'm fine. All right, order, I, I put my fucking chip on there. I, heard, I thought I heard a beep. And then I grab in the shit. You, know, you, you never say anything about a bag. Think about Europe. They got a little bit more California, I guess, because every place I went to in Europe, if you don't have your own bag, you have to buy a bag. And we didn't have a bag. We, we had one bag at a train station I think my wife and I got in London because we had a bunch of shit that were, oh yeah, it was the beer that I was carrying on and sandwiches and all this other fucking baguettes, you know, uh, schmegma, whatever we're bringing onto the train from London to uh, Gay Paris. You know, we, we had a bag. We had this fucking bag the entire trip. You know, three weeks of just this plastic regular bag and it worked. It's kind of a thicker, nearly insulated bag and it went through all the way back to London with us. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But uh, I've had this tickle, this fucking tickle in the throat. Do women, is that why they deep throat sometimes? Do they get it out of there? I don't think a lot of women like to do it. They don't like to, like a fucking uh, dying, uh, uh, like, a, like a goose choking on a, on a herring. Do they eat herrings? Or a pelican, go, like that pelican and Finding Nemo and Finding Nemo is trying to get out of his fucking gullet, or was it a seagull? I don't know. Anyways, i got to get rid of this tickle. I've had it for like, I've had the plague. This is the same fucking thing. It's the same strain that I've had, that I'm talking about now. So I'm feeling like shit, go through the line, don't have a bag, we're all trying to like grab bag shit, I'm grabbing the beer, my son's holding his Dr. Pepper or some shit, my wife's fucking holding her pussy, I don't know what's going on, my daughter's holding an apple, you know, we're just grabbing it, and then they beep, and he goes, cart, cart, cart! I'm like, what? No, uh, no, no, we don't need a cart, because there's carts behind us. I'm like, I don't want a cart, do we take carts out of here? You don't give fucking bags, but are we allowed to push a cart right on the goddamn main street of Munich in the fucking Marienplatz or whatever you call it, your square, Marienplatz? We'll get to that in a little bit. But I'm like, oh, no, cart, cart. And he said, I'm like, okay. So I walk away. Nah! And he, gra- he didn't grab me, but he like swipes at me. I'm like, what the fuck? He's saying card. My card didn't go through. <coughs> my card didn't go through. So I'm like, oh, fuck. And then my son's like, card. I'm like, God. And he's getting pissed at me. This Arab, Pakistani, Nepalese man, he's getting, you can tell he's physically upset. And he's just looking at me. I'm like, all right, fuck, man, sorry. And I beep. And then it fucking goes through. The goddamn, my chip didn't register, I guess. Then it goes through, and he just throws the receipt at me. Not like in an angry, aggressive way, just kind of like flick, flick. And this fucking chick behind me gives me like a little fucking side eye. I thought that was Germany. No fucking side eyes, bitch. I think she was not even German. I don't know what she was. But, you know, I thought I was in my homeland, and I'm getting the shit thrown at me. I got a receipt fucking, like, kind of, like, not angry, not laughing at American, New York, or Boston, like, oh, fuck you, angry way, you fucking creep, you know, that, that was a bad accent, whatever that was, go home, you fucking loser, California cunt, whatever someone in New York would say to me, or Kansas, or something, but he, they don't say that, he's just like, ugh, he just kind of, like, give it, a, like, a Nepalese flick, like, you know, they, they, you know, they have the people, they have the, they have the shirka, Sherpas, he gave me like a Sherpa flick. I'll carry your bag, but I'm not going to like it. I'll carry your bag up to the fucking top of this goddamn Mount Everest motherfucker, and I won't like it, and I won't complain. That was the type of flick. So I got a little upset at that. Mind you, I'm sick still. I get a little like, you know, you want to get those like, I don't know if anybody else gets it, but you get like the, the, the not the heebie-jeebies, uh, but you get, that sounds racist, heebie-jeebies. Uh, but you get like a, I get like, ugh, I get like a racing uh, feeling through my body, like a thousand bees that are like rummaging underneath my skin. Does that make sense? It's like kind of like a, ugh, like a radiation or like a shock. Like, oh, your mother, it goes down my spine, it goes down on my asshole, you know, tickles a little bit, but also feels good, gets my dick hard. You know, I'm just like, oh, this piece of shit. But I'm holding it in. I'm having anger management. You know, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going Jack Nicholson, Adam Sandler. That was a bad movie. Was that, were they both in that? So we get out of there. I'm like, oh, that was fucking stupid. All right, my fucking chip. All right, breathe. So we get back to the hotel. I try to drink a beer. I try to relax. And it's just one of those shivering, like, I just know the next day I'm like, fuck. So I just kind of curl up in bed. And it's a decent, okay, it's a nice enough hotel room. It's budget, but it's good enough for us. 
you know, I'm just like, and then I fall asleep, and it's just one of those racing, just sort of sweat-filled, jizz-filled, you know, weird dreams, you know, weird dream sleeps. I'm all over the place, you know, I can't get the same, like, a mantra out of my head, or the same song, or the same fucking, I think one time I got the Brady Bunch theme song stuck in my head, it's a, little Cindy's gonna suck your dick, or whatever it was, the Brady Bunch, I can't even fucking think of the Brady Bunch song right here, a man called Susie, is that that Scooby, what the fuck is a Brady Bunch song? Anyways, Adam's family, no, that's the Adam's family, the Brady Bunch family, I don't know, but, uh, um, yeah, so that was it. So the angry cashier, and I got slapped in Thailand too, in, in, for at a Seven Eleven, one of the fucking uh, 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 ever present Seven Elevens in 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 Thailand. This is, I think it was in Chiang Mai. My son and I just got back from a a, a a Muay Thai fight. I'm drunk on Chang beer and Leo or whatever the fuck I was drinking all night. You know, I'm still amped up. I have that I have that racing, buzzy, insect crawling feeling beneath my skin because I just watched a bunch of people beat the shit out of each other in a very solemn, very respectful way in a Muay Thai fight. But you know, it's like midnight. I'm getting some more beer before they close down for the Buddhist holiday or whatever the Buddha time in uh, Thailand. And I'm like, all right, I'm trying to give her my card here. No. And she slapped me. I'm like, what the fuck? And I tried to do it. No. And she slapped me in like a, in the most high way ever. Not like angry, less aggressive than the fucking the Sherpa uh, reset, receipt slinger. You know, but she's like, no. And she slapped, she physically slapped me like three or four times. My son's like laughing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm just trying to give, like, I'm trying to pay. And eventually she just took my card, ran it for me, gave it. And I walked out. We got a fucking Uber or a Grab or whatever it was called in Thailand. And we zoomed back to the Airbnb. But it reminded me of that. But I wasn't stewing with that. I was stewing with this dude. I wanted to go back in that shitty store, which it was a shitty store. It wasn't great. They sell fucking plastic bottled beer for four dollars and four euros and fifty cents, fifty pence or whatever the fuck they call it over there. No euros. I don't know. Um, yeah. So it angered me. But it, but then I just I just I can't do much with it because I just have this fever sleep. And then we wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh, and I feel like ass. I just feel like asshole dipped in someone else's asshole then like put it into a water balloon and then tossed into someone else's asshole and then like dripped out of a pussy. That's what I felt like. Is that a good enough visual? I'm all like viscous. I'm all like slimy. I have like blood dripping out of my eyeball. You know, it's like when I got my, my fucking Ticonderoga number two pencil head like pulled out of my mother with forceps probably, which I did and I think I slipped out like a wet turd like I talked about last time. But you know, that's why my head is so long and my teeth are fucked up and my ears are all bent like I got uh, attacked by that three-headed Siamese Nazi dog, whatever it was, you know, just he pulling me, that's, that's how I felt. You know, my head's not there, my body's not there, I take a shower, I'm cold after the shower, I'm cold in the shower. You know, I take a shit, I whack off. No, I don't think I have the energy for that. You know, I'm like, can I drink, should I drink my uh, usual morning beer? I was going to say residual, restitute, regal. Well, there's a word there. There's a word that I'm trying to uh, think about. But, you know, the requisite, my requisite morning beer on the shitter. Am I going to, should I, I think I snuck one in, you know, just to make my wife feel like I'm happy in life without needing booze to get through my day in, in Munich, Germany with a sickness. But, you know, but I don't know. I don't think I even know. I, was like, Ugh. I just felt like that bad. I'm like, all right, I got to get through this fucking day. Maybe I'll just perk up throughout the day. Walking will help. But again, we get outside. I'm, I'm bundled up as best, as best as I could in my fucking douchebag Carhartt. And I'm just like, duh, 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 duh. and we get outside. It's like 30 degrees, 34 degrees. Like, oh, and it hits me in the face like a slap, like a wet, wet fucking uh, uh, the mackerel right in the face. I'm like, oh. then we get on the train. I know we're going to the Marion Plots. There's some glockenspiel shit going on. You know, there's big, beautiful buildings. You know, Munich is awesome to a certain degree, but I couldn't really experience it as much as I wanted to. Then when my wife wants to go to a farmer's market. It's freezing balls out there. We're walking through this farmer's market. And, you know, we have to do this. But I'm just kind of like, oh. but it's one of those low days for me. I'm just, God, fuck. You know, but I'm going to get through it. I know I'm going to get through it. I'm going to be macho fucking Josh and be like, Not, oh, you should take some, uh, uh, you know, medicine. I didn't take any medicine. Fuck medicine. My wife got me like a ginger jizz shot of some kind, you know, ginger, turmeric, whatever it had in it, some antioxidants. I don't want to know what – I'm not getting any medicine. I don't want NyQuil and all that shit. I don't even know what they sell over there. It's fucking to be a Nazi quill. You know, I don't, I don't take medicine. Ugh, I should now with this fucking schmeg uh, in my back of my throat. But I, don't even, I barely even take aspirin when I have a headache. I don't take aspirin when I have a headache. So it's not really for me. So, but anyways, I, I macho Josh through it. 
Uh, we get some beers here and there. We 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 stop for some pastries. I think my daughter got a little um, bunny-looking pastry. We went into some you know big giant. Uh, I don't even know what they call it there. Some sort of pastry shop. Uh, bagels and shit like that. And they have the pretzels everywhere. You know the Germans like their fucking pretzels. Obviously, the Bavarian pretzel very popular in pubs throughout this country and breweries. Most breweries that you go to shitty or not, and most of them have become shit lately, but, you know, they have a fucking Bavarian pretzel on there with, like, beer cheese or mustard of some kind. So, obviously, the prevalence and the relevance of Germany to uh, our country is pretty astounding, right? It's, there's a lot of uh, connections there. Our language is very Germanic. Our culture can be also looked at as very Germanic as well with trans Bud Light activists and feminists who are running B Miller Lite. That's the only difference that I see, right? I still see tits that are... Uh, uh, um, uh, reporting, advertising beer over there. You know, tits are still big in Germany. Not not a lot, but you still remember the the the, the Saint Pauli girl. Remember that shit? Big big jugs on a on a green bottle of beer that smelled like skunk piss or that, that tasted like it. You know, we 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 remember those. They have the lederhosen with tits. They just they, I think they still admire the tit body. Um, we we don't. We kind of got rid of it. We got rid of tits. I saw a picture the other day of Ellen Page. Remember Ellen Page? And this kind of disturbed me. And I don't know if it would be vice versa or not. It probably would. But I saw Ellen Page, and for whatever reason, since they became, she became, whatever, El Elliot Page, th th she feels like they could take pictures of her without a shirt. I don't know if that's just me. <coughs> Am I bigot? A bigot? Am I not open-minded enough? But I really don't want to see someone who just got a double mastectomy. I don't want to see them with their shirt off. Because I know in my mind that I used to be a woman, and I, was a little, I would probably be a little turned on. I was never into like Ellen Page as a as an actress or a, like a, a, a model esque. You know, I don't remember seeing her, but oh, she's hot. I never saw. She always looked like a small child to me. Uh, um, but you know, I'm not fucking Jared from Subway. But you know, but I don't need to see tits that were tits once and not tits anymore. I don't need to see the titless. Right? I can look at myself in the mirror. She has better abs than me. One, you know, she's a little more fit. I'd say frail. On the frail side, I don't know how tall Ellen Page was, is, is can be, but I'm sure it's not a large man now. <clears throat> so it's not like, oh, body shaming me. I just don't want to see the scars. And you know that the, the nipples that were there were once nipples on tits. I, don't, I feel wrong. It feels bad. But then I was thinking about it vice versa. You know, if there was a man who became a woman, and again, I'm fine with people transitioning. I don't give a shit, but I don't need to see their tits. So, but if there was a man who got tits, do I want to see the man tits? Is there still hair all over the nipple? You know, when you, when you, when you finally get a woman's shirt off, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a glorious day. It's a glorious moment in a man's life when that shirt just comes off and you're able to unstrap the bra or they do it themselves, what have you. You're like, ah, oh, it's like freedom itself. It's like life. It's elixir, whatever it might be. And you see the tits. You're like, yes, tits. And there's like hair all over them. It's kind of a little bit of a, a, a downturn. A little off, it's a little. You ever see the, you know, the erection pictures when you took sixth grade, a uh, uh, fucking uh, sex ed, and you see the dick, the, the infrared dick on there, and the infrared dick is very throbbing and red and orange, like a terminate, like from the predator. You know, it's, it's like a predator dick. I think I've talked about this before. I'm obsessed with them, the predator dicks, but uh, not that type of predator. The predator, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the hard body from the '80s, my era of film. Um, but you, you know, then you just see it. You know, right when I see it, just if you see like nipple hair all over nipples, like a woman's nipple, it's kind of you, you see the throbbing red uh, predator weapon, and it just and it just all set, a sudden goes just like ice blue, like a fucking Game of Thrones dragon or zombie or whatever they are, uh, and it's just like, and it just goes flaccid. It's like Lake Flaccid, you know, Lake Flaccid, Lake Placid. Is that the alligator movie um, with Bridget Fonda? Was that it? Was that it? God damn that. Was that a poll? Was that Lake Placid? Jesus. Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman, Bridget Fonda. Look it up. Lake Placid. It should have been. Is there a porn called Lake Flaccid? That would be good. We should write that, but that would be all a bunch of limp dicks, right? You want Lake, you want Lake Hard On. Lake Hard Rock? Hard On Rock? Is there, is there a porn called Hard Rock Cafe, but Hard On Cafe? Um, is, hard on, is Hard Rock a cafe? Or is it a restaurant? Hard Rock Restaurant? Hard Rock. I think it's a cafe. Um, but anyways, but do I have to see, I don't want to see a dude's hairy, like if, if someone gets tits, cool, man, you're, you're a woman now, but do we need to see this like behemoth uh, tits for these fake false silicone with just hair? And even if they're shaved, you get like the bristle, like, do you hear that? Like, that's what it feels like if you're, you're like touching nipple and you, you don't want to, you don't want to feel this. 
when you're touching nipples. You just don't. Pluck them, ladies. Pluck them. Sorry, got to say it. Sounds uh, fascist, anti-feminist, racist. I don't know. But pluck your nipples. It's not that hard. Um, what are they talking about? No, Ellen Page. Fuck, I don't even remember where I was. Uh, Munich, tits. Anyways, we're in the Marion Plots. Yeah, we're going to the farmer's market, uh, pastries, pet pretzels. I don't know where I got. I don't even know where I went. So we're looking at this glockenspiel. This glockenspiel is big, beautiful, ornate uh, building. And that's what Europe, again, is fantastic for. It's just a beautiful, ornate idea of the build. I mean, just like how old and ancient and, and, and cool, historical everything looks. Like much more so than we have in our country, of course. Very new country. We're a baby compared to the rest of the world. So we just see this big, giant, like castle-looking thing in front of us. It's just in the middle of this square, which they call the Marian Plots. And we're eating our uh, fucking pretzels. I got one from this uh, kind of bitter, angry German woman. And that's what I noticed a little bit about Germany as well. French kind of had that air about them. Uh, the Germans just kind of had like a, like a pall over them. I, think. I used that word already. Like a, like a sort of sh- like a sheet of sadness. It might be reparations uh, from their past uh, who, what, or what have you. I don't know. I'm not sure what it is. But it just seems like they're hardened people a little bit. I think the more east you go, it's the weather. It's the harshness of the land. And it's just the, the, the idea of the culture, right? It's the people themselves are just a little like, mm, like tough looking. You know, I, I paid 50 cent euro, whatever the fuck it's called, for a, for a hard pretzel of some kind. I'm like, I got to fucking try a pretzel. You know, my son has to get a coffee at this fucking coffee shop. My wife goes with him and with my daughter. Let's get a pretzel, daughter. She goes, okay. So we got a pretzel eating that shit in the fucking 38 degree weather. I'm shivering my dick off. You know, my dick is like a little tiny prune. I can just feel it like rubbing against my inside of my boxer just, help me it's like the fly at the end and the original fly and there's that vincent pry help me help me before they just smash him that's what my dick feels like it's like that little fly um it's it's terrible being cold on vacation or being sick right and cold's fine but being sick and have a cold uh being sick and being in the cold is terrible so we're going through it I'm, I'm making it work we stop at fucking of course what do we have to stop at uh gotta stop at, at, at some gift shops we have to get some shit uh and then eventually it's a glockenspiel and this is big supposedly like at tw- 10 o'clock in the morning 12 o'clock five o'clock there's like three different times through a day in this big castle looking facade uh almost like this big uh, uh, uh clock tower looking thing i don't know when it was built with a bunch of statues on there i don't know the history of it at all i didn't look it up i don't look up history too much i just want to look at visually what's happening so there's a lot of people crowded around this square and we know it's going to happen this center uh, of munich and we know okay glockenspiel is coming and i see these little things on the tower these like uh, um i don't know probably they're i'm sure they're about at least eight to ten feet tall uh statues of like dudes with horns and shit you know and like, it's supposed to be ornamental it's supposed to be orchestral. It's supposed to have some music attached to it. These things are supposed to, I think, move around. It's supposed to be like a visual, like a 10-minute glockenspiel ceremony. I don't even, I'm like, what the fuck? I know what a glockenspiel is because I have a wife who works in Waldorf education. And if you work in Waldorf education, you know dumb, dumb shit like that. You know what a fucking uh, uh, skin flute is, of course. But you also know what a recorder versus a flute is. Uh, um, and you also know what a glockenspiel is. Uh, I don't, what is a glockenspiel? Let me look that up real quick. Glockenspiel. I think I I know what it is. I just don't know fully what it is. Glock, I think it's like a harp spiel. It's an instrument. Now, here it is. Glockenspiel of Munich. And there it is. I think it's a, is it a horn? Glockenspiel. I don't think it's a horn. Glockenspiel. I thought I knew what it was. But I think it, is it a harp? Let me see here. Glockenspiel. Ah, it's like a uh, percussion instrument. Bells. Pitched aluminum or steel balls. Balls. <laughs> I wish I had steel balls. Bomb wah balls. It's a vibraphone arranged in a keyboard lay. Ah, it's like a fucking uh, doo, 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 doo. It was a xylophone. It's like a xylophone. Okay, I knew that. All right, a glockenspiel, kind of like a xylophone. Um, so, anyways, they're playing that shit. I don't even know why they call it a glockenspiel because I didn't see a fucking xylophone. I saw a bunch of horns and they have like these soldier looking dudes with horses chasing them and stuff. That's what's going on. Sounds Japanese, but it wasn't. Uh, it's very German. And then they have a couple of uh, SS soldiers and they shoot them down uh, from the Marian plots and everybody cheers. And there's a couple of dead Jews on the ground. Anyways. Um, 
Uh, but we're watching this and we're waiting for it, anticipatory. You know, a lot of people are there. We hear a bunch of different languages. There's a dude in shorts. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sitting here like, like fucking ice cubes hanging out my nostrils. And this guy's just walking around in shorts. I'm like, oh, I wish I was you. I wish I was you. And, you know, I'm just trying to warm up. I need some beer. I need something. I need some glockenspiel up my dick. You know, uh, like a mold wine, which we got in Prague, which I'll get to at some point on this podcast. You know, I need something warm. I feel like, oh, I need something warm or a beer. I just need to sit somewhere. And I'm just like, Ugh, kind of wasted feeling. You know, a little bit of just the haze, the fog, what have you, whatever sickness I have. And then finally, the stupid thing happens. Um, and the glockenspiel starts happening. Everybody's like, woo! You know, it's an exciting thing. I'm taking a video for 35 seconds, but I want to watch it in real life, too. Um, and then we watched it. It was fun. And the glock, you know, the glock, is that like a Jew harp? Let me go back to that again. No, Jew. What's a Jew harp? God, the Jews. Like, we talk, we don't talk about the Jews enough. You know, Jews got ridiculous. Like, fucking they got decimated didn't they you know we're in germany now aren't we in terms of what i'm talking about you know the jews we talk about like black reparations you know especially in california they want like 300 million dollars per black person i don't know what they're talking about but i'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing i don't know i'm not gonna get into it too much but what about the jews get reparated reparated is that a word did they get reparations from germany i'm sure they did are they still to this day i think they do I know they got like names on their pl- like uh, they have names with on a plaque or some shit of all the Jews who died in different places. But that's the reparation. Is that all they got? Is that all they got? Because I don't know. There's a Jew bat, the Jew harp. Is that like the what the fuck? I gotta look up a Jew harp. What is a Jew harp? Am I gonna get tagged here? I'm gonna get tagged. I think on the Jew harp. It's right there. Yeah, it's like the shit you put in your mouth. Also known as a jaw harp. Maybe that's where it can. Juice harp. Mouth harp. A little mellophone. Anyways, we got the glockenspiel. All right. Fucking glockenspiel uh, xylophone. There's no racial intent there. Right? There's no bigotry behind it. But the Jews harp. It's like, I'll put it in your mouth. Your Jew harp. You know, Jews aren't good enough to have the string instrument harp. We have to get annihilated for a Jew harp. You got like Jew bass. You know, is the Jew bass notoriously cheap in the ocean? I don't know. You get Jewed. You know, I heard that when I was a kid, of course. You're like, oh, we're going to Jew you down. Meaning well, you want to you get something for less. You, it's like an Indian giver kind of a thing. You know, it, kind of the same correlation almost with that. Uh, not the same corresponding uh, bigotry and hatred. But, it, you know, oh, Jew them down. That means get something for cheap because Jews are cheap. Ah, don't be Jewish. That means when you're being cheap. So we don't talk about that. We need reparation. We need a lot. If I'm half Jew, I need, I need half the reparations. I want Germany to send me like 50,000 euros a year just for the, the hurt, the anxiety, the PTSD, you know, the, the, the therapy. That I, going back to the first couple minutes of this podcast, the therapy that I need now because of this hatred that I've heard. You know, don't play your Jew bass, Jew bass in class, Josh. Put that Jew harp away, you fucking Jew. You know, whatever they called me, a kike. I don't know where that came from. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that was it. That was Munich. Went and got some more beer, kind of had a, a heartless conversation or, you know, with the, with the server at this, uh, de, de I think, de, de I don't know how to pronounce it. It was a really famous, uh, kind of beer house, I guess. Really nice restaurant inside. We didn't eat there though. Uh, we just wanted beers at 11 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. Again, no sourpuss eyes, uh, no uh, side eyes at me. Other people are drinking in there. Uh, my son was happy. He got a beer. I got a Hefeweizen. I'm feeling like ass. The server comes around. He's, they're all wearing like Lederhosen type things, a little bit more modern Lederhosen. I'm checking out the waitress over there who's also wearing Lederhosen. She's like all tattooed, a little bit kind of half tattooed up, hot in a German way. I don't know if you know what I mean. Not like quintessentially American hot, not fake looking hot. She might have a snaggle tooth. My whole mouth is made up of snaggle teeth, but she has like one little jewel hot snaggle tooth. You know, the singer Jewel with big tits. You know, this lady doesn't have the biggest tits in the world, but she's got like nice Lederhosen tits. You know, it's just like, I'm checking that. You know, we're checking the whole scene. We're all kind of happy. I'm, I'm, I'm getting warmer. I'm drinking my beer. I'm still trying to get back in the headspace here of Germany. I'm here. Come on, suck it down, Josh. Suck it down. You can do this, Macho Josh. You can fucking do it. But I just want to sleep, man. Um, boy, man, again, but like a kind of a cold server. When he came over there, he's just like, oh, you, oh, you. you know, whatever he says. And he says, oh, sprechen Sie Deutsch. I don't know. Uh, we say, uh, hello. Uh, how do you say da? Da. How do you say hello in fucking German? I don't know. Da. da, da, da. You know, whatever he says. And he comes over, leader hose in there. Ah, we just want drinks. And he's like, ah, fuck off. You can tell we're American douchebags. 
not the warmest guy in the world, brings us our drinks. I think I might have got two, one. I can't remember. I think that my son got a Dunkelweizen. I told him it was a little bit of a darker one. I got the Hefeweizen, maybe a Dunkelweizen. I can't fucking remember. Uh, and we just got drinks there. And again, when I tipped the guy, he comes over with the bill. I gave him a couple extra euros. Then he fucking perks up, the cunt. We're all the same. We're all the same. Do you ever have like a good American server? No. You get usually shit American servers in this country, but when you tip them off, they're like, oh, thank you. You should have been nice to me because I would have given you a fucking bigger tip, you Lederhosen, Weller, and Clark Griswold-looking cunt. Uh, <clears throat> would have been better. But that, the day that, day that day ended, we, haven't, we had a nice day. It wasn't like the fullest day in the world. Uh, what did we eat? I can't remember. Did we go back to that restaurant and eat? I can't remember what we ate that day. I, kinda, I, don't, I took shit notes. I have to look at my pictures on Google, but I'm not going to bore my five listeners with that. But we ate something German. I can't remember. Uh, it was somewhere in Munich. Oh, we went to the park. Was that the park day? Yeah, we went, to, we went to a park. Englisher Park, I believe. Big, big, beautiful park outside of the center of Munich. And we're walking around that day. And again, I'm still kind of holding in there. Got a couple of fucking barley pops in me. I'm kind of coming back to life a little bit. And we, did you know they surf in Munich? There's a, there's a fake river that goes through the Englisher Park, which is a very nice, beautiful park. There's a beer garden in there. There's you know, just a nice, nice open scenery. People doing bike tours and shit, which my wife and uh, daughter did the, the next day when my son and I went to Dachau, uh, which I'm not going to talk about too much because it was kind of a, not a boring day, but when you go to a concentration camp, there's not really much to talk about. But in the Englisher, uh, uh, the, there's a fake river that runs through. I think it's a fake river or they maybe like they push it or propel it with something and there's surfers in there. There's fucking surfers in the middle of Munich, not even close to an ocean, but it makes this sort of like pseudo fake wave, like a, like a, a wave pool wave. You know, and these guys in wetsuits, because the water is fucking cold, it's 38 degrees outside, I'm losing my balls from fucking uh, a gangrene or whatever I have, you know, but these guys are just like, they, they gotta, they gotta jump into the river. They have to jump in like a bunny hop onto the surfboard and then ride this like wave for a second and then the water just sucks them away. So it's kind of interesting to watch that for a few minutes, and then it was interesting. It was fun to watch. Englisher Park. I think it's just it translate to English Park. And really big, beautiful park. We walked around, got some food. That's when we went to another fucking very famous Hofbrau uh, uh, restaurant. That's where we ate. And the food in Germany is just a little strange sometimes, especially in Munich. This is what I don't remember from Berlin. We went to this big, kind of quintessential beer house, beer garden, but it's inside. Big, huge, just brewery. There's a fucking uh, Glockenspiel playing. I don't know what the what's a folk band polka. What is polka? Is that is that German? There's like a polka band playing. They're all wearing lederhosen. The servers look miserable. But this is a different place. And with the with German hot tits earlier, this is a just a balding guy. Nice nice man. But I'm feeling like death. My wife took a picture of me because I bought I bought one of those fucking giant leader beers, huge bottle, you know the the ones. Yay! You kind of you gotta go. Hey! You gotta wear leader hosen. You gotta go. Hey! And you gotta clink someone's glass. I bought one of those beers. It's huge, and it was just a pilsner, I think, but good. And I'm holding this glass up. My do- my wife takes a picture of me. I look like death. My face is like a like blue. No, not blue. What the? Where's that color? My face is red. From like just blowing snot, I have like a wad of fucking tissue and jizz in my pocket, and my face is just like red and kind of like a, a little yellowish. I'm like, oh god, what I look like? Shit, my eyes are all bloodshot and yellow like usual. My teeth don't look any better, you know. I just, ugh, and I, I'm just like drinking, and I lost my fucking beanie, but I drink that. My wife, we got meatloaf, uh, some meatballs or some white fucking sausage. I don't know what these were. The meatloaf is weird. It's kind of like a mix between ham and spam. Very salty yet again. I got some white sausage. I'm just trying to shove sausages down my dick like I usually sort of fantasize doing in real life. You know, and then my son gets some meatballs. My daughter's eating what what she can. I think she got some spatzel again. I don't know. Sauerkraut tastes good. You know, I'm just trying to shove shit. I'm trying to, I'm I'm living, man. I'm living the dream again. Macho Josh is coming back. Uh, But I lost my beanie. I lost my fucking beanie in the restaurant. I think I left it somewhere underneath the, you know, the the only thing I lost the entire trip was my beanie. Pretty good. But I go to the gift store, buy another one with a stupid shitty little ball on top. I put that on like a fucking tourist retard. And then we just walk through the city again. I'm just like, oh, now I'm going down. Now I'm going down the path of like, I don't know if there's going to be a tomorrow. Uh, I made it through today. I need to get back to the hotel I'll try to drink some more swill, which I did, but I, I just go, go through the, the night shivers again. Go through the fucking Brady Bunch, the Adams Family, you know, one of those fucking nights. <coughs> and the next morning is the worst of all days. It's the worst of all days on the trip in terms of my sickness. It finally hit me full bore. 
my wife took our children to get breakfast that morning. I could not really physically get up and do anything. I had to teach the night before. And that was miserable. That was kind of difficult to do. Uh, so I had to go down to the lobby at 8.30 at night and just like, do you guys have anything to talk about? And, you know, I was just like a fucking zombie. I look like a Dachau fucking resident. I look like a Dachau concentration camp resident. And my son and I went there the next morning around 11 o'clock in the morning. I got to go. I'm in fucking Munich. If I don't see Dachau, go see how a lot of my ancestors met their fate. You know, I'll probably regret it when I'm older. And it was a good time to be sick. You don't want to be lively. You don't want to be like vibrant when you're going to visit a concentration camp. I've seen a picture of people who went to Auschwitz in Poland who were like posing on the tracks that led up to the gate where thousands and thousands and thousands, not millions, uh, people died uh, through the gates of Auschwitz. They're just like, Instagram posts. I saw people at Dachau taking pictures. I heard the birds chirping. I heard people laughing in the gift store. It's weird that they even have a fucking gift store. I'm not going to say like I was here, Dachau, uh, uh, Munich, outside whatever the city it was in. I guess it's Dachau. Uh, I'm not going to say I was here, Dachau. I'm not going to get a picture with the fucking concentration camp victim. You know, it, it was a good day to be sick. And my son, I think it was really good for him as a 17-year-old to see what happened to his relatives. Uh, I don't know how many people I had. In my family that went to Dachau, I know I had some that went to Auschwitz. I don't know who was all the ones who went to was it Birkenau or whatever though. I don't know where they went, but you know, just to be to be sick is also to be somber, and it's it's it was it was it wasn't bad. So I felt good being bad. Does that make sense? I felt good feeling bad. I guess is what I'm saying. So if you ever want to go to a concentration camp, I don't recommend it. It's not like a highlight of a trip, uh, but if you're of the Jewish descent or not, it's good to remember history. It's good to remember history. It is, right? But bring along a plastic beer with you. You know, don't take a fucking picture. uh, Don't even have like a picture of someone next to like a scenery or a set of a scene. If you have like a, I saw a a family taking pictures in front of the ovens. That's not good. People were burned there. You know, people died there. You know, I took, I was was taking pictures of them, but with no one in the foreground, right? That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do when you're sick in Dachau. Right? Have a little bit of uh, 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 um, empathy. Have a little bit of sympathy like I do. All right? I'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye.